0: Hi everyone, it is Sarah Gelman here. Today we are going to be learning the Sikha. it's called Chag Shavuos. It is L'Kudet Sikha is Chelek So without further ado, let's begin. So the Sikha starts off with a story in the Gemara. And the story of the Gemara goes as follows. Misha went up to heaven to receive the Tyra. And the angels see Misha in heaven. So they go up to God, they go up to Hashem, and they ask Hashem, what is a man doing here? What's a man of flesh and blood doing amongst us? And so Hashem said that Misha is here to receive the Tyra. Now the Malachim were extremely surprised, and they said, what? A man of flesh and blood to receive your hidden secrets? Like, leave it here, leave it in heaven. And Hashem said, Okay, I'm going to let Misha answer this, the, your, your question, your complaint. So Misha said, all right, let's look what it says in the Torah that I'm about to receive. So Misha said, the first one of the Ten Commandments say, I'm your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. So he turned to the angels, he turned to the Malachim, and he says, have you guys ever experienced Mitzrayim? Were you, you, were you ever slaves in Egypt? I don't think you were, so that's clearly talking to us and Misha went to the second one of the Ten Commandments and he said which states um do not serve any other gods and he turns to the angels and Misha once again says well do you have do you live amongst other nations who serve other gods do you have that struggle and in this way in this manner Misha went through each one of the Ten Commandments, he said, you know, do you have a father, or a mother? Do you have business that you have to be honest with, you know? And he went through everything, and he said that really the terror belongs to us, and the malachim at the end of the day said, fine, you're right, you win. You, the terror really does belong to you. So the rabbi explains their real complaint. What were, what were they really complaining about? And the answer is is that there is a law. There's a halacha that if. I, for example, want to sell my property. The first person who has the right to buy my property is my neighbor. And that's because it is very convenient for him to combine two combine two uh, properties to um, you know right next to his. So that that is a lot more convenient, and it says entirely that you should do what is right um, in the eye of Hashem. So it's you know, we should this the, the neighbor has the first right to have my field. Okay? Now um, we are going to list different points that prove that their complaint was not good enough. So, the first one. This law, it's actually called Bar Mitzrah. it only applies to a non-movable object, right? Like a field or your property is non-movable. That's why they have the first right to get it. If it's a movable object, then they don't have the right to get it first. For example, so over here we see that, you know, um, the malachim... And Hashem are like neighbors. So the Malachim are saying, we have the first right to get the Taira because we are neighbors with Hashem. But here we see, first of all, it doesn't work because the Taira is a movable object. It's not like a field that you can't move. Secondly, the law of Bar Mitzrah, it only applies to a sale, not a gift. The Taira is a gift that Hashem is gifting to B'nai Yisrael. The third one is that the law of Bar Mitzrah does not apply to relatives, especially children. Meaning, if my child wants my property, he wants to buy my property first, he has the first right over my neighbor. So, this law doesn't apply here, and we are the children of Hashem. And therefore, we have the first right to get the Tyra over the Malachim, who are neighbors with Hashem. Now, the fourth one is that um, Misha was kind of like half God, he was half God and half man, so technically he is in neighbors with God, and therefore he has the right to get the Torah. And the fifth one is that the law of bar Mitra doesn't apply to your partner. Now in the Torah it says that if you're a judge and you judge um, correctly, you become a partner with Hashem. Now Misha was a judge, he judged correctly, now he's a partner with Hashem, and therefore the neighbors can't get in the way between two partners. Now, we have a question over here because the last two answers we gave don't seem to work because Misha is getting the Tyra for all of Bnei Israel, And we can't say that, you know, he's, he, yeah, Misha may, might be a neighbor, or might be a partner with Hashem, but he's getting it for all of Israel. How do we know that they are partners and they are neighbors with Hashem? So we, we're can bring two answers. The rabbi brings two answers that say um, that really we are like neighbors to Hashem. So first of all, every single Jew is a Bar Mitzvah because we come from Takhaz Keseh Kavad We come right from beneath the throne of, of God. And therefore, we really are like, really like neighbors. And the second one is that we are all partners with Hashem because we help him com- complete creation. And how is that? Um, by Shabbos night, dominating, um, we say, And in that Pasuk, we are completing creation. So we're like partners with Hashem. But the problem with all of these answers that we gave is that none of these answers reflect anything that Misha gave to the Malachim. You know, in fact, they seem quite opposite. Misha, his answers were showing how low we are and how we are down in this earth, and we have we have to respect our father and mother. We were enslaved in Egypt. We have to we have the struggle um, of not serving other gods and what. What all these answers we gave are showing how really how close we are to Hashem, how we're really like angels, we're really like the neighbors, and we're really like you know the children and all that. That's showing how close we are. So there seems very, you know, contrary to what Misha was really saying. Um, So we also said we have another problem here because we said that the law of Bar Mitzvah does not apply to a movable object. Right, but the Tyra is one of a kind, and therefore you cannot find it anywhere else. So you know it does; it kind of is like a non—it's a kind of like a non-movable object over here, because you can't get the Tyra anywhere else. Um, and we have another problem because um, it says that the Tyra is called in three ways: it's called as an inheritance, a purchase, and a gift. And since the Tyra is mentioned in one way as a purchase. Really, we're kind of the law of Bar Mitzvah should should apply over here because in one aspect it's a purchase, it's not a gift. Now, um the rabbit brings a a possible answer, but it doesn't work, and we're gonna explain why. The possible answer is is that the angels all they wanted was the spiritual aspect of the tyra. They just wanted to, you know, just just the holy parts, they don't want the physical parts because they can't do that. But Hashem wants to give someone the entire Torah. He doesn't want to start splitting it up. You know, malachim, you get this part. People, you get this part. He wants someone to package deal. And the halacha is is that if I am selling my entire property, including my house, and example, for example, if I had a farm on my property, I want to sell both of those. My neighbor can't say, you know what? Give me just the farm. I just want the farm. He can't do that because I want to sell all of it. Therefore, the neighbor doesn't have a first right to get that because I want to sell all of it. So same here, Hashem wants to sell, he wants to give the entire Tyra to somebody, he doesn't want to just split it up, and similarly, if the neighbor, if my neighbor wants my property, for example, he wants to farm the land, so he wants my property, but there's another person who needs my property so that he could live, he needs to make parnassa. he needs a roof over his head, he needs a home, he has to build a home then the man that wants to build a home has the first right to get my property over my neighbor. Because all my neighbor wants it for is just to plant. He just wants to farm the land. And my and this other person, he needs it to live. And life is more important than that. And in our situation, the Malachim want, the, the angels, they just want the Tyra just to enhance their vita Hashem. They don't need it. We need it to live, we need the tirah, and therefore, we have the first right to get it, because, you know, it's, um, the rabbi brings a, a pasuk, that it says that Hashem created, um, He created the evil inclination, He created the, you know, all the, the, the bad things, all the temptations, and the Yitzharah, and to help us, He made a tool, and the tool is the tira, and therefore, we need the tools to overcome our Yitzharah, it's impossible to live life without the tirah. but again, all of these answers do not even come close to reflecting the answers that Misha gave. And the question is why? Why did, didn't Misha give the Malachim these answers? Why did he give the answer that he gave? And the answer to that question is, is that the purpose of the Torah is to help fulfill the aim of creation. And the aim of creation, the whole point of creation, is to make Adira B'takhtaynim. A home for Hashem in this low world. So the angel's complaint of Bar Mitzrah is totally negated. It's gone. Because we need to build a home for Hashem. And the only way we can build a home for Hashem down in this world is with a Torah. So we need a Torah over the Malachim. Um, because it's, it's really in this low world that Hashem wants a home. And, you know, even if the Malachim try really hard and they, you know, they they work really hard, they can't attract Hashem where he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want a home in Dalyan. He doesn't want a home in Shemayin. He wants a home down in this low world. But still, something is unclear. What is unclear is that the angels who are neighbors with Hashem, as I said before, they they, they want to build a home for Hashem. Possibly, they want to build for a home for Hashem, same same way we do. So, if my neighbor wants wants my property for a home, and this other man will also wants my property for a home, if they both want to buy it to live in. You have a problem because they're both equal. Now, us and the Malachim are equal, and um, we explained. I as I mentioned before, there is no way for the Malachim to build a home for Hashem because He does Hashem does not want to be. He doesn't want a home where where the Malachim are. He wants a home down here, and that only we can do. And the question is, how can we create a Dira down here and build a home for Hashem that even the Malachim can't do? How do we have the power to do that over the Malachim? So the essential power that is in the Torah is only unleashed in a soul that is confined by restrictions and boundaries in this low world. The soul comes down to a world that is full of klipa and is full of sitra achara and things that are even against Hashem. And only in this low world you know, right, the Neshama struggle with the Yisra, and that is when the essential power in the Torah is released. That is when we could build a home for Hashem. And the Rebbe brings a mashal of a lever, which is a kind of a tool that's used for picking up a very large structure. So how I imagine it is, imagine you have a tower that is made of blocks. If you want to pick up the whole tower, what do you have to do? You have to pick up the tower from the bottom. You have to pick up the lowest, lowest block in order to pick up all of them at once. If we just pick up, you know, starting from the middle, all you have is five blocks. What about the other five? You want to pick up all of it, and therefore you have to go all the way to the bottom to pick it up. Now, that's just, imagine, imagine all of the worlds stacked up, like in a tower. Our world is the lowest, it's the bottom. And where the Malachim are, where they're basking in Hashem's light, they're all the way at the top, and they want the Tyra. But what what if if they use the Tyra, and if they if they try to elevate something, they're only lifting their world. They're only picking up the top lock, and therefore we need the Tyra because when we do even one act of goodness and kindness, or when we do just one just one mitzvah. We are literally lifting up the entire universe. Just think about it. That's a crazy thought. And and that is why Moshe gave the answer he gave. He gave such physical and mundane answers to the malachim. You know, answers that relate to us down here in this world. Because we... Or have the power by being in this low world to elevate even the, the lowest thing. By elevating the lowest thing, you're lifting up everything on top of it. And only through our work down here can we accomplish that. Can we, you know, build a home for Hashem. Elevate, all and elevate, you know, transform Klippa to Kadusha And, um, you know, transform something that is Gashmise and make it Ruchnias. Make something spiritual that used to be physical. And that is why we need the tyra, and that that's why you know the malachim can have the tyra. We need it so that we can literally uplift the entire universe. So lachaim everyone. Hope you have a very meaningful shavuos, and um, thank you for listening.